Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Good afternoon. Blog Talk Radio. as much as 
you know, it's a sticky song, and everybody who hears it loves it in Boston. Nobody really got to uh, to hear it. And now, um, with what we're doing, and I think this applies to everything that we've been talking about in terms of viral networking, et cetera, um, the, the field is a, it's a level, level playing field. Everybody can get distribution now, which I think is is fantastic. So what's your take on it? Can you hear me, John? Yeah, I got you loud and clear. Oh, good. Okay. I just want to make sure my headset was working. Okay, um, you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Great. Um, on the, I'm sorry, on the PR end of it? Well, first of all, your feelings on the song. The song itself, first of all, I can't stop singing it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know you, I mean, you had produced this um, a while back. Um, and it, it probably, you know, after I had come into working for Beantown Toys, but um, I, I don't I don't remember um, hearing it way back then, but, you know, I've got everybody singing it. My, my daughter's singing it. My, 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 my two-year-old is singing it. It was singing it last night. <laughs> it really sticks in your head, but I, it, it's, um, it's, 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 it just, you know, it talks about the city and all the great places and, and, and every word of it is true and, and the, the feeling of it, the feeling of the song, it's so honest and um, and you know, and it's not an over complicated song, and it, it appeals to everybody. And and I can't, I'm just so anxious to get going on a video. I think that's going to be the piece that's really going to tie it all together. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, it's <laughs> I don't know if it's because of my involvement. I'm the executive producer on that, and it's one of the things that I. And so proud of that, you know, the little legacies that I've left. I've left an amazing toy uh, for the world. I embedded that uh, toy in the memories of many kids, uh, the stories about the bean, the uh, videos that have been produced, uh, you know, the raving fans that got created. Even though we're, we're not at the point where the property has taken off, we really have made an amazing mark. Uh, on the universe, or especially in Boston, and not only Boston, but just as Boston has Red Sox Nation, we we I guess we can call it Bean Town Nation. So that song, just you're right, the imagery. And I mean, uh, well, we're going to talk about relationships today, and uh, men and women, and and all of that, which was interesting at the time. Uh, you know, going back to spirituality and the whole idea of the law of attraction and being able to manifest things that are in your mind and to see those come true, which we're starting to see in a second phase of Almighty Productions, our production company and your your group, the LaDon group, what we're seeing is this amazing serendipity uh, and manifestation of things that gee, we just think about, oh, we need this, and pop, 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 it comes right into our, our reality. And here I was having this property of the Boston Baked Bean and looking for all manners of media to promote that and to create those images and sounds that would make the bean sticky and make it take off. And I was kept saying to people, you know, I need somebody to write a song about Beantown. I need somebody to write a song about the bean and Beantown. And there I go to a, a function where this never happens. I was the only comedian, and there were two singers warming up before me. They were the opening act. And it turned out to be this group called One Love, and Billy Fee, who's a, a white male, grew up in the city, and um, Ruby, who obviously grew up in the city, both of those, them wrote those 
lyrics and again the imagery she talks about an area of the city that I grew up in in, in Roxbury and I mean I can see it you know you take the train in to, into town and you shop at the, all those great stores downtown and the Martin uh, King Boulevard and and Franklin Park the zoo I mean that's that's my own stomping ground so you know those images of my being there at all of those spots and that time in my life when you know people dressed up. I remember my mother. If you went to town, you had to dress up to go to town. You couldn't go downtown oh, yeah. in your play clothes. Even you know my you know, and I'm I'm not that far behind you, but when you know when I was young and you know we 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 grew up in the projects. We were we were poor, and um, but we always dressed to go in town, and it was always you know someplace we wanted to go. And even as, you know, I grew up with my own children, going into town for them was always a treat. And they still go. They hop on the train and they, I mean, there's nothing like going in. It's, it's funny. It's to town. It's, you know. It's, That's right. Um, and, and, even and in the songs, you know, try, try to Boston and try, try to town, you know, it's, it's, it's there. Um, you know, Boston is the town. It's being town. It's all those places that the song talks about that we know and love, whether you live here or you visited here, um, you've been to college here, um, those are all the, you know, downtown crossing, the Swan Boats, the Common, uh, Newbury Street, you know, everybody wants to go down Newbury Street and dream of where they can, <laughs> where they can shop. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, so, it, but it's... Um, it's funny because it's a, it, even Newbury Street, there's a difference between, like, Newbury Street and Fifth Avenue, you know, because in Boston you can walk down Newbury Street and you have a, even though you may not be able to afford some of those shops, you know, you have a sense of feeling of belonging, you know, to Absolutely. every part of the city. It's one of the things that, you know, as uh, when I, my days of working in the, in, for Fujifilm, Fujifoto, we had you know, individuals coming in from, from all over the world, uh, all over the country to work with me, uh, Japan and, uh, you know, at times from Europe and certainly from the rest of the country and even the New Yorkers. I mean, obviously it's <laughs> it's it's not hard to impress somebody, not to knock it, but it's not hard to impress somebody who came from Kansas City, or uh, Cleveland, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but I've been to all of those towns. And every time I, I go there, you know, I just feel so blessed. And it's kind of torture, you know. You, you leave this beautiful city by the water with all of its history and all of its architecture and, and its traditions and Harvard and everything else that they talk about, and you land in a place like Syracuse or or whatever, and even even some of the bigger cities like Phoenix, et cetera, you know, and after 5 o'clock, you've got a ghost town. And you're like, where's everybody going? You know, yeah, because yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? St. Louis is like that. St. Louis is like I think yeah. the only city that I could say that in my heart comes close to Boston would be Chicago. Absolutely. That, be, that has close to the same feeling, um, you know, the, the, the same kind of heart that the people have. You know, I mean, of course, I still prefer Boston, but I do love Chicago. I, I've only, you know, I've only been there a couple of times, but I would say it has that same, you know, um, big city, small town feeling. You Absolutely. know, and San Francisco, of course, you can't uh, deny San Francisco's beauty and appeal, and 
neighborhoods. I mean, in many ways, you know, that that overview on the city and in the, the the harbor and the Golden Gate Bridge, um, you know, certainly is the shining star of all of our American cities. However, uh, if you were to match individual attraction, individual site versus uh, Boston. So, for example, they have their Union Square. So if you contrast Copley Square to Union Square, it's not even close. If you contrast Canyon Hall to uh, Fisherman's Wharf, it's no contest. Uh, you know, or the North End compared to their Italian section, it's no contest. Um, right. You know, and so we're, only, we're one of the only few cities left that actually has... Um, you know, uh, you know, quote unquote, little Italy, what we call it the North End. Um, even New York, the North End has all but disappeared. Um, exactly, you know, yeah, it's become so marginalized. And that's what I was going to say. Even the New Yorkers would, oh my God, we're going to Boston. Oh my God, we're we going to the North End. I mean, to have people leave a magnificent, and I'm in love with New York at this time of my life. I wasn't previously, but it really is the greatest American city in terms of uh, what it has to, the magnitude of what it has to offer the people, etc. But Boston is this little tiny town, and you know, it just it has a, a, a depth and a width that. Anybody who comes here, I really think they do look at it as no matter where they're from, Boston becomes their hometown, you know, as we saw recently with the uh, after the bombings, the the way that the rest of the uh, country came to our support and, uh, you know, even our arch rivals, uh, New York and Chicago and and the rest, uh, you know, took special time. I mean, Boston is a city you can't hate. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, you can't I, guess, I guess they it, can it, now it with our success in you know, sports. We're, we're, we're like, I don't know, like Canada. <laughs> but you're absolutely <laughs> no, wait, you right. Once you get you here, you can't hate the, the other thing that's interesting is, you know, I find tough people around here tough. And uh, every time you meet a tourist, they're like, oh, my God, the people are so nice. And you're like, are you sure you're talking about Boston? And and I think yeah, that as, as, as long as you're not um, on show drive during rush hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you're not in a car, you you will have that feeling because I think truly Bostonians will step out of their their security zone, their you know yeah, the perception. Yeah, they will help a, a, an out an out out of town a, a tourist. You know that is true. So. It's you're right, and I, I get the again. I get the chills when I listen to I think that, you know, I, I didn't write it, but and the way that those two individuals came to me, um, and you, you inspired know, I, it, and the bean inspired it, which is, um, you know, everything. <laughs> well, has to you know, that's somewhere. the refrain I love. I mean, we were attempting to, and I know that eventually in time we were thinking that Boston. Would the, the 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 nickname for Boston would be the Bean, and I heard from as we were producing all of these T-shirts and these the music and everything else that a lot of the younger kids said, "Oh, we always called it the Bean. Let's go into the Bean tonight." Yeah, I mean it has been a Bean for years. I mean, you know, we have, um, you know, actually, I, I really a quick short story is that my my ancestors, my great grandfather and great grandfather came over from Ireland of course, and landed in um, Dorchester. But then when my grandmother was about six years old, they um, ventured over into the north shore of Boston into a little city called, well, then it was a town called Everett, and they 
um, opened up a bakery, and they would sell Boston baked beans on Sundays, and people would come from all over New England to buy their beans, and you had to bring your own container, your own pot, your own canister, and they would sell through canister, and, you know, and that's every Saturday. That's all they did. No donuts, no cakes, no nothing. It was beans on Saturday. Um, and even Saturday was pranks and beans day. <laughs> That's true. Everybody in Boston on Saturday night. <laughs> what an Prince amazing thing. Well, and the reason for that, we didn't. people would come into our store on Newbury Street and ask us, why is Beantown Beantown? And we went back and looked it up. Of course, it's real easy to do now with Google, but uh, the reason is, is that the Puritans could not cook on Sunday. That was forbidden. So you're right, on Saturday, everybody baked beans. And the sailors, when they approached the city, could smell them as far out as miles. As they approached Boston, they got this smell of, of beans. And, you know, we, a lot of times people talk about the great molasses uh, flood. Yeah, the molasses. Well, that had to do with the beans. because Exactly. The, so they, they the, the prepared the molasses for the beans. And them. Exactly. And so... Uh, that's how it did get its name. And isn't that amazing that that tradition carried on as far as it did? So that, you know, who did you say cooked, who owned the bakery? My, it was my great grandparents had a bakery on the corner oh of Chelsea and Vine Street in Everett. Years amazing. and years and years and years ago. Um, I don't know. I, th- I, don't, I think there's just an apartment building there now. But um, yeah, it was famous. It was pretty famous. Um, bakery that they had where they sold beans on Sunday. And, you know, it, they they had a, a apparently a, a wonderful reputation for what my grandmother used to tell me. And she was a child, um, you know, then when they had a shop and used to tell me stories about the people that would line up around the corner with their containers to get the beans because, you know, back then there was no, you know, styrofoam or paper supply. Everybody, you know, you went to... Um, you know, to buy your grocery, you know, your, your, you went to the grocer or the market back then, and you had to bring your own baskets or bundles or whatever. There wasn't, there was no paper bags or plastic or anything back then. So, you know, and I think actually my sister still, I think she actually, when my, when my poor loving to your grandmother passed away, confiscated the last bean pot. Um, yeah, I was jealous, I have to admit. Um, she she grabbed that last bean pot, and yeah, they and you know you can find replicas of them all over Boston, but um, yeah, it's really quite uh, quite a heritage, you know. And and you'll find that I think most people who are rooted in Boston who have you know ancestors from wherever, so you know because Boston had its own little Ellis Island, you know, um, even Deer Island. Or maybe a lot of people don't know that Deer Island accepted a lot of immigrants into the United States. A lot of people came into Deer Island and never left um, due to sickness. They had, um, you know, there was a hospital out there where um, if people were sick um, and came off the boat, they were quarantined there and sometimes made these long voyages and actually never set foot into Boston. But, you know, luckily my grandparents did. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's um, there's so much history here, you know, and so much... Um, Tradition. Love and camaraderie and and tradition exactly that you know that song is just it kind of wraps it all up and it's it's easy to listen to and you know it's um 
and it's and not it's and it's modern as well. You know, it's current. It's not. You know, it's something that anybody, any age can listen to and enjoy. And I think that's another thing. And my kids love it. You know, like I said, teenagers, they love it. I love it. So it appeals to all ages. I think that's another great thing about it. Absolutely. You know, and it, it's so funny you you're talking about these things and those images that they were so beautifully crafted by the by the two of them. One, you know, again, a white guy and a, and a black woman, and they they are a couple, and to hear his take on it, which is, you know, Fenway Park. I, I don't know if Billy grew up actually, he, he might have grown up in the city or at least Cambridge or Somerville. And so his take, on, you know, you can hear the male side of that, his side of it, which is, you know, Fenway, uh, he talks about uh, the, the, the Celtics. Uh, so the sports and the, the more obvious things. And here, this black woman who grew up, obviously, either in Dorchester or Roxbury, talking about Franklin Park and uh, Martin King uh, uh, Boulevard. And, you know, so... But she also talks about buying shoes on Newbury Street, which... <laughs> my, my daughter Emily can totally relate to. I call my Emily. She's my little Amelda, my Amelda Marcos, who she doesn't even know who that is. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, that's the one. Know. Right, she. And, you know, isn't that a fascinating element that the uh, again a song written by a male and a female, and she brings in a guy with never like <laughs> go to Newbury Street and buy shoes. But yeah, exactly. This this female is talking about shopping at the Pro and shoes on Newbury Street, and it it. So it, you're right. It 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 builds images that both males and females can identify with. Absolutely. I think we can do the video. When we launch the video, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, and building the video. Right now we're trying to get celebrities and obviously the locations all put in there. And, you know, daughters are going to dance. I um, I don't know. I guess Emily's not giving us a blessing this week. She just texted me. She said she's on cue. Oh, see, this. I'm learning all of this dashboard. And uh, let's bring her in. I don't know how the heck to move this thing around, but... She's been listening the whole time. She's been... She's oh, my God. All right. That's great. Oh, there we go. Okay. Here we go. It's Emily oh. for the second day in a row. Hey, Emily. Hi, guys. <laughs> so you've been able to listen? Yeah, I've been on the whole time, but I didn't think you could hear me. No, I couldn't because I didn't... I have to hit the microphone, but that microphone was concealed by this... Um, dialogue box that I'm just kind of discovering here. So, oh, um, yeah. But I know I've been here the whole time listening. <laughs> okay. So what do you think of what we've been saying? Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to everything. And I think um, what I wanted to add in about the Boston thing is that, you know, me and my boyfriend have, you know, toured a lot, especially him. And, you know, he always says that, like, you know, he's been to pretty much, like, every state in the country, and he wouldn't want to live anywhere else but in Boston. And we always talk about that. Like, And, you know, same goes with me. I couldn't really imagine, like, wanting to live anywhere else but here. So I definitely agree with what you guys were saying. So Dayton, Dayton doesn't – Dayton, Ohio doesn't appeal to you? I'm sorry? <laughs> Joke. It's a joke, Emily. <laughs> I couldn't hear. No, I couldn't understand you. Oh, okay, Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. 
Oh, it's um, a city in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much, but but I mean, and you know, I like, and you know, I go back and forth um, from here to New York a lot, and like coming back is always like a breath of fresh air. Like it's always good to come back. It's like I'm I'm never like you know sad leaving New York City, coming home to Boston. I mean, I really wouldn't want to live anywhere else. If I had it my way, I would live right on Newberry Street if I could afford it. I mean, <laughs> like we all? I, I seriously though, I mean that would be. Then me and my mom have like talked about that forever, like wanting to like buy an apartment right on Newberry Street. Like oh, I mean, as long as I can. I have. Like, oh, that would just be yeah. incredible. Yeah, so, I mean, since I can remember, we've, we've you know, talked about wanting to do that, and there's just so, you know, there's just so much to do. I mean, just even being in the city, I just have such a good feeling, and and I, I know a lot of people, and you were also talking about how, you know, people have, like, a weird perception of how, like, the, you know, people that have, you know, grown up in Boston, like, you know, the toughness or the attitude, but... You know, I think that people are really nice here. I just my roommate just moved up from Florida and we were at um at Trader Joe's in Boston and she was telling him that she just moved up here from Florida and he like ran from behind the counter and got her a bouquet of flowers and started singing like a song to her about how Boston was like the best city. Like all you know, like just gave her like a bouquet of flowers right there in the store and like she was like shocked as like how nice people are here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised, but I think you know what? Like, I think it's especially in light of the events that took place a couple of weeks ago. I I've seen uh, you know I've seen that and a lot more. You know, I mean, they, they, these guys thought they could come in and wreak havoc on us. No way. We're too exactly. tough for that. You guys just gonna make us stronger. Exactly. You know? And. Uh, there was something you were saying, Emily, I think about, um, you know, oh, Joe living in other parts. How old is Joe? 24. Oh, okay. He looks a lot younger. Yeah. And he also, the younger than I know what I want to talk about. He knows, he knows Billy Fee. The guy who wrote and sang the song. He was involved in that conversation I had with him. But, yeah, he told me he knows Billy Fee. Okay, great. Who is a, just an amazingly uh, deep and extremely talented individual who, he told me the other night, I said, you know, Billy, we want to have you in this video. And he says, hey, Tom, I'm not an upfront guy. I love being behind the scenes and producing and creating. Uh, he also gave me the chills when he said to uh, me that, you know, if you think I did a great job on the first one, uh, he says, give me a shot at the second, which really resonated with me because what he's saying is as good as uh, That's the Bean is, when he gets down and dirty and talks about Boston Strong or Beantown Strong, it, it will really be something dramatic, and I really believe he's, he's going to be able to do that. So, and see what's great, too, I really, is that it, it – uh, because it's a smooth kind of a rap, I think it's. I'm not a big rap fan, especially gang. Was it? How do they say it? Gang, gang, gangman style. Gangster rap. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's called. It's not called gangster. It's called gangman, isn't it? Uh, gangman. Anyway, I'm not a big I, fan I, yeah. of that. But but you know, I'm not into the violence and the language, et cetera. But certainly, you know, they. Ha this is a beautiful 
Uh, I think it does rap. It gives it a huge compliment because it it takes rap to a level to show you that what can be created with that that medium and uh, the poetry and the images, uh, brilliant. So and let's not forget that Emily, my daughter Emily Ladon, will be doing the choreography for the video. Exactly. Oh yeah, That's, I know. I'm so excited. I can't. Wait. I heard the song for the first time last yeah, night. Yeah, what kind of really, really liked it. What kind of moves, images do you see that you uh, can you share with us now? What you, how you feel, you'll interpret that. Well, just from listening to it um, last night a couple of times, I mean, I have to listen a lot more to get a really good idea. But what I think, you know, for the video, I mean, I think we should kind of do like kind of make it, like I want to make it like funny. I want to do like kind of like a joke like a spoof on all of like the other like you know crazy like rap videos there are and you know because the song is so good I think that we will be able to do that I mean that's what I see I want to have a lot of people like I want to bring in a lot of you know my friends and my sister's friends you know people that can't dance and like people that can and like really try to make like a big group thing I think that would be awesome and that's the vision that I have right now and that's great, you know, and, it, and I think that's the 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 beauty of of the being, especially when the mascot comes out. We will see as we're as we're filming this, you're going to see people react to the being because he's a playful, funny, lovable character, and right. you know that will be the the mainstay of all of these films is that it will be the being in those situations and uh, the love that he creates and attracts uh, based around this. That's the bean, you know, that's the bean. Right, and I think, and and nowadays, you know, like, just because, like, YouTube is, like, really the biggest thing, and, I mean, in, like, everyone has seen, like, just these ordinary people just blow up from YouTube, and it has to be, and, you know, we can get a lot of attention like that by be, by doing something unique, by doing something funny. I mean, like, so many people have gotten big off of that, and I think if we can make a really good video and, like, get it onto YouTube, like, it's definitely something that be, can become really popular because that's how everyone's doing it now. So, you know, I'm working with Joe on making, like, a really, like, cool, funny concept for this that we think would become, like, really popular. Great. Yeah, yeah, if I were doing a regular show, we would have ended by now, but we learned yesterday that we can continue so I want to talk about this because, you know, first of all, it's dear to my heart, and it's great to get your take on it. And you know, the, the part to me that's so liberating that we produced that song when we could not distribute it. I mean, we had to beg. The door was closed. There were these little, and everybody knows. I mean, there's no secret about what the radio stations and then, you know, there's a lot of there was a lot of bribery and corruption and, you know, favoritism and, you know, which we didn't have the clout or the money to, even though we hired the best uh, PR company in, in Boston, uh, we just couldn't get airtime. And now, I mean, it's just so liberating. And a lot of people, in a, you know, Joe would be able to talk about this, and you too, as an artist, a recording artist, people are saying, oh, well, yeah, but, you know, we don't have, because we don't have the big recording studios that we used to and where they controlled the market, they they only took the best talent. Well, I don't believe that at all. I believe that through the years, amazing talent got left to be like roadkill. They just, just never got a chance, and they got lost. And 
you know, so today, the fact that the door is wide open is, you know, it's a, a level, as I said earlier, a level playing field is so liberating because it's like, well, you can't stop us. If we're good, the, the judge of good is always the audience. And right. so, and, and so isn't that exciting? I mean, I think that's the most liberating part about all of this is that, no, you can't, you, if we're good and we, we do something extremely creative and it's, original and it resonates with the the end consumer you as a studio or a person who controls the market with your money or your influence or whatever cannot deny talent anymore oh so, yeah you know, what's the take on that no i i mean i you know i i completely agree with you and you know joe would probably do a lot better at talking to you about that than me because you know he has way more experience i mean he does i mean he records you know, bands himself and, you know, his own bands. And, you know, yeah, I, I really, I really do agree with you. I mean, just nowadays, it, you know, you don't have to, to be something great and to get a lot of attention and influence on people. You don't have to, you know, hear, you don't have to, you know, follow anyone else's rules. You don't have to be signed to a major label. You don't have to have like a huge, you know, publishing deal. I mean, you can definitely do a lot on your own. And I think that that gives a lot of, you know, you know, small businesses and people with no light on them, like a, a lot of, a lot of hope, you know, because they can do it on their own. Exactly. That's real talent time through, you know, it's not, um, and it opens up, you know, it opened up the door for so much more talent. You know, before we used to be so restricted to what we heard as to what was on the radio. Now you can exactly. go and find whatever you like, you know, and 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 be a patron to whatever band or group you like, regardless whether they're signed to a major label or not. And you know what? And the thing is with these, like, a lot of people, like, do fine, like, you know, on their own. Like, they get themselves popularity and, you know, like, they do all their own PR work and everything. And then they get signed to a major label, and they don't go anywhere because the major label will only do, like, They'll give them this like one big push, and if it if something doesn't hit, the, the major label will drop them. I mean, signing to a major label can ruin bands. It can ruin talent. I mean, it real and it has done that for like a lot of people, and that's why people now are like, creating their own like independent like labels and you know indie labels and like the you know the market for that is is becoming huge. I mean, it's like really insane. I mean, even Joe's band doesn't want to sign to a major label. They want to do an indie label because. Those, you know, smaller groups, smaller businesses give way more attention to the talent than they have than being signed to, like, you know, a major label or being incorporated with like, these huge businesses because people can get swallowed up in those. And, you know, I mean, I, and I really, really think that, you know, YouTube is, like, one of the most powerful tools that you can use right now. And I think that... After we, I think this video is going to come out awesome, and it can really, I mean, it can start a trend. I mean, so many trends are started on YouTube, and I think, like, after the bombings and, you know, all the awful things that are happening, I mean, we can really shed some light on Boston and give people hope. I mean, everyone needs something right now. I mean, there's so much sadness, and, I mean, it's still going on. It's still on the news constantly, and we need to get something good going, and I think this video could be a huge part of that. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with you. You know, isn't it great that we're <laughs> we're holding the reins on that? And, uh, you know, it's like a great canvas. I mean, the part of it has been, you know, the, 
the, the soundtrack has already been created. And now we get to create the images, you know, the film. And that's extremely exciting. That's uh, to put the visuals with the sound and, you know, come up with something that has a real message and a sense of pride. I've never heard anything like it about Boston. I mean, there's some great Bostons. I've dropped kick Murphy's have done things. And, um, you know, we all know that Dirty Water is the thing and Sweet Caroline. But nothing ever that I've ever heard, and I've been here for 66 years, I've never heard anything that paints this picture, and it gives me... I mean, do you guys get the chills when you listen to what I do? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it, 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 you know, because like, it talks about all those places that everybody goes to. You know, okay. everybody everybody who's in Boston is familiar with every single, you know, site that he hits on in that song. And, it's, you know, I love it when, you know, the fireworks... Think about what he says about the fireworks on the Charles and the, you know, the, um, the hat shell. And on July 4th, the nation, the world is tuned in to Boston. Millions of people are watching the celebration here. It's the birthplace, you know, the, the Athens of America, the birthplace of the revolution. Um, so, you know, we also have that aspect to it, that it is, you know, it's, it's world centric, everybody coming in and, and paying attention to our little town. Right, and that's the thing. You know, we have to make sure that everybody gets out this year and and heads into town and, and is not put off by, um, you know, what happened at the marathon and, and shows the world how strong we are. Exactly. So, Definitely. Well, I'm this totally has been agree. absolutely, really, we went, <laughs> it just shows you how uh, how life goes as far as I perceive it. We had some many other things to talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We, we never got there, but that's okay. We never got yeah, there because the, well, the, song, the song did not come on yesterday, and I was wondering where and how you did it, and I saw this little button today, and when I hit it, of course, we got it, but then a dialogue box came up and concealed the button, and I couldn't shut it off, and, uh, <laughs> but it led to a great show, and also, which I think is kind of fun, you know, with everything that's going on, we had some wonderful dinners on Newbury Street, the three of us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. Our, some of the, like, those are, like, some of the, like, the best memories for me. I mean, I really enjoyed every time that we went out to eat. I always had a great time. Yeah, uh, Emily, you know, your mom and I always talk about it. We talked about it yesterday, and I, it's so funny. I have to, you know, sh- rub my eyes and shake my head every time I'm around you guys. You know, whether it be at your mom's apartment or we go out to dinner or whatever. And not only do I get that feeling, what I call seamlessness, from, you know, my relationship with your mom, but with you guys. I mean, I I just sit there going, you know, like I know these guys, you know, like I grew up, and these kids grew up with me. And I don't know if that, if you get it on your side, I think there's that kind of connection, certainly that you and I have, that, uh, again, mirrors what your mom and I have, is that it's just so easy. The relationship is so easy. Yeah, I, 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 I totally agree with everything that you said. I really yeah. I feel the same way. It, it, but isn't it kind of bizarre? I mean, you know, I've never kind of experienced that, you know, certainly not too many times for sure. And uh, I don't think with it encompassing like a whole family, you know, very weird. But yeah, well, I mean, it, it was just, you know, again, you know, I think 
a lot of it had to do with, you know, I had a certain level of comfortability with you and, you know, and of course, when I first met you, I, I told the girls about you and, um, of course, we always have a little resistance from Olivia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> mind of her own. And, um, exactly. But yeah. Oh great! Well, I think this was a fun, fun show, and it was a big surprise. But we covered a lot of things that uh, are really um, appropriate today, and you know, this whole Boston Pride, Boston Strong, and uh, let's see in a couple of weeks. Wouldn't it be nice to have a show after the video? And uh, this has been like the starting point of the, you know the germination of uh, the takeoff of it, getting prepared, and then the actual filming, and then we see hopefully. Uh, we go viral, and we get millions and millions of plays. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we will. I, I think the video, I can't wait. And the video is going to be fun, and it, 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 you know, I think there, there's no way we can go wrong. So. Great. Well, thank you, and uh, listeners, that's our show for today on May 3rd, 2013. Again, and here I am looking at Castle Island, looking at Boston Harbor, where uh, there's tons of history in here in South Boston. So thank you for listening, and uh, tune in Every the next weekend, time. Have a good weekend, everybody. Yeah, take care. Bye. Bye.